Hey. Oh man, I'm gonna sneeze. Oh no. <laughs> We're keeping this. <laughs> wait, why? Well, wait, do you have to sneeze or not? I thought so, but then I said it and it went away, so it's like oh, lying. That's the worst. I just want everyone to know I'm not lying. I don't want to start the episode off with a lie. Mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> anyway, we're back, I guess. Here we are, episode <laughs> seven, probably. <laughs> I, I had to think about it for a second, too. Um, yeah, we uh, took a little bit of a hiatus because Steph was uh, jetting around the country. On the road again. <laughs> um, do you want to tell us about that? Or are you going to tell us about that later? No, I could start just now. For everyone who does not know, I'm going to tell you anyway. I just got back from an 11-day road trip with, like, some stationary movement in the middle in Colorado. Do you mean, like, that you stayed in Colorado? Is that what that means? that's Ah, what that means. Thank you. So, yes, drove from New York to Colorado, like a couple of nut jobs. (laughs) Just... Just me, the hot dog, and the highway. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I had my two hot dogs, my friends. (laughs) And only one on the way back. Thank you for not killing me. The the one on the way back, like, let's clarify, that was planned. It's not like one of them, like, met a tragic end in Colorado. (laughs) No, no, no. That would be, no, no. (laughs) I almost met my tragic end when I forgot my inhaler on a hike, and I thought I was going to die. But I did it to myself. It's okay. But you but made yeah, it. Some much needed R and R. Jesse, mm. are you familiar with that term? I, I sure am now, thanks to uh thanks to our listeners and, and you filling me in. You're welcome. So I am back. I am in quarantine. Had a little little bit of a mishap <laughs> with my quarantine <laughs> situation, but I'm back. Yeah, where where are you calling from right now? So I have been quarantining in New Jersey on the Jersey Shore. I was first at my friend's beach house and then she had to go home. So I had to get an Airbnb last night and it was like super sketch, but also I had a great time by myself. <laughs> and now I'm at my other friend's place. So if you see me walking around the Jersey Shore looking lost, no, you didn't because I live <laughs> here now. <laughs> if you see her walking around the Jersey Shore, stay away because she's quarantining. <laughs> so it's not me i'm not walking <laughs> that's awesome um i am also calling from a different location than usual i am home in maryland where i grew up i should have driven there i knew it <laughs> yeah i love quarantining by just driving and surprising my friend who's also quarantining yeah but we could we could have recorded like i could have sat in my car and you could have sat in your room we could have just made ferocious eye contact mm. i think that could have been weird <laughs> Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll consider it for next time. But yeah, um, I finished uh, a segment of my job um, that I won't tell you any more about. And yeah. I have like a month off. Yeah, so... anonymity. <laughs> so now I'm uh, I'm home. I got several COVID tests because of some fiascos. I learned that you can get a COVID test that is not positive or negative, but indeterminate, which... <sighs> is not very mysterious and sexy i know but what it really means is you have to go the next day and get another one (laughs) not as mysterious and sexy as i thought no definitely not but luckily i found a place that does rapid testing here and i got it in a negative so love it yes love to hear it okay well uh i think we got all the hits for for this week's episode greatest hits (laughs) all right should we get into it Oh, yeah. Hey. Hello. Should we get into our bite fight? Are you all right? Ah, yes. The flagship segment. The flagship segment sponsored by... blood, sweat, and tears. (laughs) Sponsored by nobody yet, but that sponsorship is open and available if you want to pay us. Yes, preference given to Oscar Mayer Wiener. <laughs> sure, you know what? Um, wait, can you hear that train in the background? Yeah, I thought you were playing some beautiful music for me. <laughs> no, I, I should let the listeners know I live next to train tracks that <gasps> are still functional. That's so exciting. Is it? I feel like everyone, like when they would come to my house for the first time growing up, they would always be fascinated by that. And that I guess I'm so just like used to it. 
yeah trains like i don't even really notice the the siren most of the time but is it like a train where people are on it and they can look at your house sometimes yeah like my mom (gasps) takes that train um, like that book dc what book (laughs) oh damn it the girl in the window i think oh yeah yeah. right right right. there there is a book like a recently published thriller that i think is set mostly on a train i like haven't read it but I'm aware of it. Maybe that's what we're thinking of. I, I believe it is. <laughs> anyway, yeah, sometimes trains with people, uh, also known as passenger trains, uh, go by. Sometimes it's cargo trains. Uh, sometimes no trains <sighs> go by at all. Wow. Yeah, I so... think my second dream job is to be a conductor for <laughs> cross-country train rides. Ooh, that could be kind of cool. I what know. If... I could have the conductor mustache and everything. You look so good with that. I know. Now, picture this. What if Oscar Mayer Wiener, soon to be sponsor of this segment that we still haven't started, um, created a train? And it was like a hot dog shaped train, but it was like (gasps) numerous hot dogs like linked together. Oh, my God. And you could be the conductor. The ultimate hot dog. (laughs) I don't know. still listen to this podcast. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Speaking of hot dogs, maybe we'll start with the bite. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) All right, go ahead. What's your bite? So my bite is weed gummies. I'm just kidding. Um, LOL, I just went to Colorado. Um, So this is kind of a twist on a bite that I had given earlier from Lindsay's White Girl Waste Tea. Mm. I was previously at Lindsay's house quarantining. Love it. Thanks, babe. And previously, I had talked about her mixing regular iced tea with a White Claw. But this time, we did it with Truly Lemonade. Ooh. And it literally turned out like an Arnold Palmer, which is really, really sweet. But sometimes, that's just what you need. Yep. Yep. You know? So, that's my recommendation. Also, just the Truly Lemonades in general. Honestly, I'm going to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I think Truly is better <gasps> than White Claw. Oh, my God. You said it. Wow. I... I stand by that. I'm I wasn't going... planning on saying it, but I felt like starting a fight. So, <laughs> listeners, let us know. Fight with us if you want. Although I actually disagree with stuff. Hit me in the DMs. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't think I've tried truly lemonade, but I've tried Trulys of many flavors and White Claws, including the lemon flavored one, which I like. So I, I give the slight edge to White Claw. I think White Claw is overhyped. Hmm. There are so many other brands out there making, like, not only seltzers, but, like, like you know, like, High Noon does, like, the vodka sodas in the cans. Like, right. that shit is revolutionary. I'm not saying White Claw is, like, the best. I just think it's better than Truly's. I think you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> well, uh, last year for Halloween, we didn't dress up as Truly's, did we? I hadn't had one yet, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> just for reference, we did dress up as White Claws, and we looked great. Whatever. I anyway. can look great as a white claw and still think that they are inferior to Truly's. That's fair. Um, well, that drink that's your bite of the week does sound delicious. I will hopefully try it one day. What's yours? So mine is also uh, something liquid, I guess. Um, um, okay. It's <laughs> a weird way to start. Um, anyway, um, I'm a bit of a coffee snob myself. Um, I have... Uh, like a subscription coffee that I've been getting for the past couple of years from Bougie. Yeah. It's literally, it works out to $1 a day. So it's, it's, and I like almost never buy coffee anywhere else. So I'm probably spending less than you, the girl listening to this podcast uh, on coffee overall, just jot that down anyway. Um, so I have the subscription coffee that always comes with like a, a mix of several flavors, but that is not my bite of the week because like I actually finished all of my month subscription coffee before the next month came. So I had to like order like another like fancy coffee from somewhere else. And I went with this place called Madcap Coffee from Michigan that I'd seen wow. on Instagram. And I got their flavor called Oktoberfest, which has turned out to be one of my favorite flavors. I don't know if you call it coffee flavors, blends, whatever. Um, no idea. <laughs> It's it's a great blend. Uh, the website says you will taste notes of crisp caramel, citrus, and baking spices. And it's a mix of beans sourced from Ethiopia and Colombia. Wow. 
Yeah, it's really good. They say, um, we created our seasonal fall blend Oktoberfest with harvest and celebration in mind. Um, it's kind of odd because I'm usually just like drinking it in my room, like still waking up, not celebrating or harvesting anything. But they say the coffee is crafted to pay tribute to the famous Oktoberfest, crisp, clean, and perfectly balanced baking spice with bright citrus and warm caramel notes. We encourage you to enjoy Oktoberfest as the air becomes cooler and leaves turn color. And it is delicious. Wow. I, wow. I am speechless right now. <laughs> well, any, anyone, girls and gays out there looking for coffee, um, I, I would recommend this one. Thank you so much. I will definitely mm-hmm. never buy it, but I look forward <laughs> to us living together and you buying it for us. <laughs> oh, I know that's going to happen and that's fine. You're welcome. Um, at that point, you might be my fight of the week, but for now, <laughs> who is your fight of the week? Okay, so mine is someone I hadn't thought about in a while, but then we talked about him like way more than I would have liked to on the road trip. And that is Mr. Jack Black. Oh, interesting. Okay. Can I just ask immediately, how do you feel about Jack Black? I am like pretty much like I almost never think about him. Like I know very little about him. Same. I feel like in like my distant memory, I feel like he was like some like super fratty seeming guy in like some action or comedy movies that I hated like way back when. So like I have like a general distaste for him, but I, I know almost nothing about him. Okay, I will start off by saying same. I don't really know a lot about him. I've actually never seen a Jack Black movie. <laughs> so I know people are going to be like, then how can you say that you hate him? Because we're blah, smart. Blah. Yeah. yeah, because I have a perfect politics and a fat ass. I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> if that's not enough information for you. It's not. <laughs> I do remember this one time. I think he was on the Kids' Choice Awards. And most of my, a lot of my hatred comes from people <laughs> hosting the Kids' Choice Awards. <laughs> and he was just wearing this ridiculous, like, green outfit. I don't remember it, but I remember enough to know that it was green for sure. Mm. And it just pissed me off, like his whole vibe. Yeah, I know he's an actor. Maybe he's acting. I don't you think he's a little too good at being annoying? It's like that. Like, he, it has to be part of his personality for him to be so good at it. You know. I think that's probably true. Yeah. It's like how you know that the mom from Schitt's Creek is that annoying in real life. Like she's too good at playing it on the show. Mm, I do also. Not watch I would Schitt's like Creek. to fight the entire cast of that show. Yeah. Same. I don't like that show. But yeah, we were listening to, I think it's Tenacious D is his yeah. musical group. And I was like, oh, I like this song. Who is it? And they were like, oh, this is Jack Black. And I was like, never mind. I hate this song. <laughs> I'm like scrolling through his Wikipedia page looking for anything like to hate him for. Um, there's not much here. It seems like he's just an actor in a bunch of movies. I'm aware I that there seen. are no facts to back this up. but. <laughs> That's I what this segment is about. Also, did you know that his name is not actually Jack Black? What? I did not know that. Wait, and, you're right. And now I know that, and I just hate him more. Uh, why are you lying to us, Thomas Black? Yeah, like that just didn't it didn't ring as well for you. Yeah. Um, Sorry. His name is Thomas Jacob Black. None of that. <sighs> would be a good abbreviation good thing the to disappointment shorten to Jack. continues jack black where does the line get drawn literally um okay. was he in kung fu panda i have no him? idea <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's why would like... i know that <laughs> because you just talked about jack black for like 10 minutes i said i've never seen any of his movies <laughs> i know but you might ha- i for some reason that association is in my head i'm like looking on his wikipedia and i don't see it um, I don't know. I, I'm done caring that about Jack so Black. That is so to the panda. <laughs> to the Kung Fu Panda himself. Wait, have you seen that movie? No. Okay. <laughs> Neither have I. Oh, great. Anyway, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, what celebrity would you like to fight? Okay, mine, I'm wondering if this is going to be a little bit controversial as Tell well. me, tell me, tell me. I want to fight. So mine is Kristen Bell. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow, really? Stop. Okay, I I looked at, I did a little bit of research because so most most of you probably are at least aware of her because of her starring role on The Good Place and 
I will say that show rules. I love that show. Um, it's amazing. But I always felt like I never really cared all that much about her character. Like I felt like Chidi mainly like carried that show and to a he lesser did. extent, uh, Jason Mendoza. Um, those, those were always like my two favorite main characters. And I just never cared all that much about uh, Kristen Bell's character. And I found her like sometimes funny-ish, but like usually it was meh or kind of annoying. Oh my so, God. I was like aware of that. And I was like, well, let me like look her up. And maybe if she's just like an amazing, awesome person, then, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give it up. But I found several facts that um, made me pretty wary of her. So uh, first of which is, um, let me pull up the name of her book that she wrote this year because that I think that's the strongest piece of supporting evidence. So this year she wrote a book, co-wrote okay. a book called The World Needs More Purple People. And you may remember this, uh, like briefly caused a stir um, because this was published June 2nd, which was right around the time of uh, when George Floyd was murdered and when, you know, people who weren't already paying attention to issues of racial injustice in this country started turning their eyes to that. So right as all of that was going down, Kristen Bell publishes this children's book called The World Needs More Purple People, uh, supposedly to teach children that racism is bad through the lens of like, you know, who cares if you're white or black or purple or, and I just like, I think that's such a stupid framing and I'm sure I'm like, I can't imagine this is the first, like that nobody had already written a children's book trying to educate children about racism. I'm sure plenty of people have already written much better books about this, and I'm sure she didn't need to do this, and I'm sure this book sucks. So I I, I am very, very much not a fan of that. Okay. Um, that's all. That's all I can. No, okay. So moving on, um, she also has a... Um, her and her husband... Um, let me see. Oh, I was looking at the different thing. Maybe her husband's not involved in this. But anyway, she um, is like co-owner or like co-starting a CBD-based skincare line. Great. So, yeah, that's just like another white person making money off CBD and like marijuana products. Well, you know, mostly black and brown people continue to be um, incarcerated for, you know, the same thing. So uh, that, that's always not a great look, in my opinion. Um, then perhaps most alarmingly, she has these two kids. Do you want to guess what their names are? I re- I'm aware of what the children's names are. <laughs> Wait, you can't name a single Jack Black movie, but you know Kristen Bell's children's names. I like Kristen Bell. Okay, I forgot <laughs> about that already. So her kids' names are Delta and Lincoln, which I'm sure they're wonderful kids, but those are stupid names. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Um, So I found a nugget in her Wikipedia page that she lets them drink non-alcoholic beer. And I think that's bizarre. Um, (laughs) I honestly have never met anyone who drinks non-alcoholic beer. I'm sure. Wait, really? No. Have you? I feel like it's really popular with runners. Oh, well, that's weird because, like, most of my friends are runners. Yeah, right. Well, whatever. Um. Hit me up if you like non-alcoholic beer. I mean, like, I've never tried it. Like, I'm sure, like, if you're trying to, like, you know, if you're a person who doesn't like to drink and you want to, like, hang out with friends who are drinking, like, I'm sure there's, you know, there's a role for that. And that's great. But her yes. kids are, like, five or six years old, I think. And I was reading some article where she was saying, like, oh, yeah, they're on, like, Zoom for school. And I tell their teachers, like, oh, I know that looks like a beer bottle, but it's actually non-alcoholic. I'm like, this is bizarre. Like, have your kids drink some water. <laughs> also, I learned that non-alcoholic beer, it's not like it's one of those things where like you can have a very small amount of alcohol in it and still be allowed to call it non-alcoholic. So like O'Doul's like non-alcoholic beer is like 0.5% alcohol or something like that. <gasps> so technically her kids are drinking alcohol, just like a small amount. And again, have your kids drink a glass of water, Miss Bell. You can drink both. <laughs> maybe not at age five though like the brain is is very uh very fragile at that okay, time Okay, you're making a lot of good points okay so that's that's what i have to say about Kristen bell 
I just want you to know that I do not agree with anything you said. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, what, what, what do you, what do you love about her? Like, what do I love about her? Um, yeah. She was in some of the greatest movies of all time, in my such opinion. As, such as um, Frozen, <laughs> uh, Bad Moms, mm, okay. Bad Moms Christmas, When in Rome, <laughs> Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Okay, true. I. Did I already say Bad Moms? I'm going to say it again. Yes. <laughs> I love that movie. I did a live, like a real live spit take in the movie theater during that movie. <laughs> well, um, I hope you're drinking non-alcoholic beer. No, that would be a waste. That was water. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, oh, one more thing about her. Tell me. Is, you know, I always go straight to the personal life section for these Wikipedia pages. That's so... like an attack, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well... I'm always interested with these like uber rich celebrities, like if they Bye. even pretend to do any sort of like philanthropy or political activism. And for her, the most recent uh, thing about anything like political that she's done, aside from that children's book that she wrote this year, mm-hmm. was back in 2012 when she was like really big into the whole like Joseph Coney thing. No, so, not Coney, not Coney 2012. <laughs> yeah, the Invisible Children Coney 2012. That was. Uh, she was into that, and then I guess she must have worked so hard, you know, at that, that she took a eight-year break of doing anything for the betterment of society. Oh, my God. So that's 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 my take on Kristen Bell. Sorry, I know many people will disagree, and that's that's okay. Wow. I, I can't wait for people to slide in my DMs and talk about how wrong you are. I know it's going to happen, and you're going to text it to me, and I'll be like, that's okay. I I'm going to be like, her. I love this. <laughs> um all right uh should we go to are you all right yeah we've been talking for so long all right well steph are you all right oh yeah (laughs) that was what a what a lovely noise i just made (laughs) about this do you want to so i'm good i just got back from my trip like i said i'm in quarantine which is not great i if you know me i love going out and doing things but also this is a an excuse to slow down and also another excuse to not run even though technically i think i could run mm. within reason with like a mask but i'm gonna say no to that mm-hmm. so i'm having a good time you know nice miss my family miss my friends already but it's good life is life is good also wow. it's four o'clock on a friday and I already decided I was done working, so I think everyone else <laughs> should as well. Yeah, um, if your employer is listening to this podcast, um, it's four o'clock uh, London time, so like the American workday was already over when we we're recording this. So, oh uh, yeah, of course. Just jot that down. Um, Jesse, are you all right? Um, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, Jesse, I'm... are you all right? <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, no, I'm good. Um. I like I said, I am home, so that is nice seeing the family. Um, I think we're gonna be able to see my grandparents in a socially distanced manner this weekend, so it'll be good because I don't think I've seen them in person since Christmas. And I'm also gonna get to see my home friends who Yay. I think some of them are listeners to this podcast. Hello, I hope so. Um, in a socially distanced manner, uh, tonight is the plan, so yeah, I'm excited. Okay, we're That's both the all right. Best news ever. Yeah. All right, should we move on to the next segment? Let's do it. Okay, we're back. Oh, yeah, it's our music related segment of the week. <laughs> Boy, do we have a segment for you here. So, um, we're not really sure why, but we are going to be discussing our top five most listened to songs of all time on spotify Oof. so this is a rough one <laughs> i've had spotify for a long time as have i this one might expose us a little bit um but we went to audiohabits.com which you the listener if you use spotify can go to and it'll tell you all sorts of things, including... We're not sponsored. Uh, no, actually, yeah, they, they, they should pay us, if anything. Actually, wait, no, that's what a sponsorship is. And ignore me. Um, they should, you're right. 
Um, so yeah, uh, before we get into our top five, uh, it actually, it technically shows us our whole top 20. So do you have any in your top 20 that didn't make your top five that you think are worth mentioning? I, I think it is notable that we both have shut up and dance on our list. <laughs> For me, it's, it's barely in there. It's number 20. Okay, mine, it's number 11 on mine, so Ooh. that's kind of embarrassing, but whatever. Do you remember when that song came out, and it was just, like, we were both apparently just, this is the best song ever made. This is I really I'm thought that do. was the peak of music. I was wrong, I was obviously. like, this is so catchy. Also, I surprisingly only have one cupcake song on here, yeah. and it's Crayons. Interesting. I know. And where does that fall on your list? That's number 13 of all time. Okay. Okay. Um, for me, other notable ones include Since You've Been Gone, Kelly Clarkson. That one, Great I feel song. like ever as long as I've been listening to music, I've been listening to that song. Um, oh, mine is from another from your fave, Ben Platt, Waving Through a Window. Oh my god. Um, the one. Dear Evan Hansen soundtrack, one of my favorite songs ever. I'm going to write to Spotify and get that song taken off the platform. Are you joking? <laughs> yes, why would I do that? <laughs> That's so rude. But listeners know how I feel about Ben Platt. But Since You've Been Gone is number 14 for me. Um, coming in at number eight, getting close to the top five. And I'm I'm not at all ashamed of this one. The Great Escape by Boys Like Girls. Okay, you should not be ashamed of that. That is a great song and a great band. That song slaps. Um, they deserve more. Yeah, really. Like, after they first ha- like got big with that song, I remember they had that like second album where they had a song featuring Taylor Swift, who was like not yet a superstar so it was like oh wow like she got to be on a boys like girls song whereas now it's like you know she's taylor swift and they're boys like girls but anyway um the greatest it was a big deal at the time it was um that song's okay something else interesting it does say that Nicki minaj is my top artist of all time okay but i only have two Nicki minaj songs on my top 20 songs of all time isn't that fascinating yeah i mean that just speaks to how how many different bangers that she has to listen to. i know Wow. Like, I don't even have to listen to all of them that much, right. but I just listen to such a diverse amount. If you ever see me staring off into space, just know I'm listening to Nicki Minaj. No, I'm just thinking about Pink Ferragamo's Sliders on Deck. <laughs> that song is by Katy Perry. But... Yeah, but is it really? No, it's not. You're right. Nicki Minaj. If the best part of the song is by Nicki. That's you know? true. That's true. Okay. Should we get into our top five? Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to go first? Sure. So my number five, I honestly, I like I can't believe that this is literally my fifth most listened to song of all time. Cut to the Feeling by Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh my God. (laughs) So this song, uh, yeah, this is the most recently released of any of the songs in my top five. It has been out for like a little bit over three years, but I distinctly remember the day that song came out. And I, I mean, this was like 2017, so there's no excuse, but I wasn't really like that into Carly Rae Jepsen yet. Um, I probably only knew Call Me Maybe and maybe a handful of other songs off Emotion, but um, I just had not done done my homework as a self-respecting gay person yet. So wow. I knew, like, I saw people on Twitter talking about that song, and I listened to it, and similar to Shut Up and Dance, I was just like, this is the catchiest song I have ever heard. And I had multiple tweets about it that I remember from my time hop. I listened to literally nothing but that song for, like, a week straight. And, I mean... It has held up. Like, it's a really good song. Um, I still listen to it. Are you... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my only other note about that is that I also remember the day that song came out. Um, I went to a bar with one of my friends. and Oh, yeah. Um, it was not just any bar. Um, it was one of those, uh, bar... do you know Bar Louie? like a chain that they no. have i think we went to one in nashville but anyway it's like a i still say no <laughs> it, i feel like it's like a tgi fridays like place maybe like a little bit more upscale but anyway so we went there and i kept getting these like big fruity cocktails because that's who i am as a person and i sure. thought i thought that they were on the happy hour list but it turns out they were not and they were each like 15 dollars so <laughs> I spent like more than $50 on just like going to get a drink with my friend. Um, no. But, you know, we were probably listening to Cut to the Feeling while we were doing it. So, no so worries. You were having a good time. Yeah. 
no regrets just vibes <laughs> yeah so cut to the feeling my number five what's yours so my number five is i need your love by shaggy <laughs> yes it has a bu- do you know that song uh, i haven't listened to it in a while but yeah it has a bunch of features but none of them matter except for shaggy himself right, right. and so the reason this song is on here is because so at Binghamton, when you're in the business school, you have to take... Also, I went to Binghamton. Hi, everyone. Oh, really? So did I. <laughs> I don't know if we said that, if that was, like, public information. I mean, it is now. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Public <laughs> Ivy, baby. Uh, um, what was I saying? <laughs> if you're in the business school. <laughs> so when you're in the business school, you have to take this thing. It's recommended you take it sophomore year, so it's called S-Core. It's, like, these four classes you have to take at the same time. Oh, my God. Just, like, hearing that activated a memory, like, deep inside me. Like, I used to hear about that all the time from, like, people I knew in SOM. And, yeah. Wow, I've not thought about that. So there was S-Core and there was J-Core, yep. so it recommended your junior year. But I took them both sophomore year because I was, like... I'm a genius. I could do this. Nice. Um, side note, I am not a genius, but whatever. <laughs> You're here now. So I was taking this class. It was supposed to be the hardest class in all of the business school. It's called Finance 311. And it was 311, even though it's basically an intro class. <laughs> and it's like one of those like weed out classes that is unnecessarily difficult, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was having a really tough time. So like there were only three tests and like I aced the first one and then the second one I like bombed it. Like I literally got like a 45 or something. Oh. So bad. So I go to the teacher before the final. I'm like, hey, like I promise this is not like who I am. I love finance. I want to like, I want to do well in this class. It's really important to me. Like basically simping for the professor. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, okay, like if you do whatever grade you get on the final, you can count it for your second test as well. And she's like, I need you to know no one ever gets like above a 90 on the final. And I was like, bro, look out. <laughs> so I took it. <laughs> I took an Adderall and I stayed at the study lounge all night listening to I Need Your Love by Shaggy <laughs> over and over again to associate the finance with that song. <laughs> Wait, so is it in your most played all time just because you like listen to it like a hundred times in one day? Yes, I literally listened. I was in the study lounge for probably like 12 hours straight. I didn't eat anything. I only drank coffee, which you should not do if you're taking Adderall. Like, also, I I, this is the only time I've ever done it. Mom, if you're listening, I'm so sorry, but I got a 95 on the final. It was the highest grade in the class. Yes. So was it worth it? Yes. Is I Need Your Love by Shaggy in my top five of all time? Yes. That is incredible. I'd never heard that story before. Thank you. I don't tell it very often because I think it's too braggy about school and I don't care about school. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Shaggy sponsored the podcast. Also, one time I won tickets to see Shaggy like on the Today Show at like 6 a.m. But I live so far from the city. There is no like way to get into the city with public transit at 6 a.m. My mom wouldn't let me drive. So I missed it. Wait, did (laughs) they they make Shaggy get there at 6 a.m.? Yeah. What? Let Shaggy sleep in. Come on. It was like one of those like good morning ones. Ugh. Wow. So, because people like to go to a concert first thing in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I love going to a concert <laughs> at 6 a.m. <laughs> like, I was like, I'll just stay up all night. Like, whatever. I think the only person that's ever listened to Shaggy at 6 a.m. voluntarily was you when you were studying. <laughs> one time this girl from my high school like went out in the city and she got hit on by Shaggy. <laughs> and she, like, post- she posted his text online. It was so funny. <laughs> Wow. And that girl? That girl was me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. I would never do that to Shaggy. <laughs> um, that's probably the best story. It's certainly better than any story you're going to hear from me about the rest of my top five. Honestly, I think I have better stories oh for the God. rest of my top five. I'm so hyped. Okay. Um, my number four. So this is... Tell me. I want to dance with somebody, Whitney Houston, but... Import- what I wouldn't give to dance with somebody right now. Oh, truly. But important caveat... This is not the um, studio version. This is specifically the is one, on one of her live albums, the live from That's What Friends Are For, Arista Records 15th anniversary concert. It's like her main live album that's on Spotify. And this is probably 
one of the best live performances of any song I've ever heard. Like, wow. They like, obviously it's such a great song to begin with. So it's hard to like make it any better in a live version, but there's a couple things that I think really put it over the top. First of all, it's like a little bit faster than the studio version. And I feel like that's a song that is like supposed to go fast. And there's also like a whole like live bands, like trumpets and freaking everything behind her so it's like oh my god they're like going all out with this song and i mean the vocals are just incredible it's everything you love about the original song plus just some stuff at the end where she's going wild it's it's incredible i i listen to it all the time it's a great song to like finish a run to because it just it like starts high energy and just like keeps going from there so highly recommend if you haven't heard this particular live version of i want to dance with somebody I don't think I have, so I have to listen to it. And I know it's going to get added to my top 20 immediately. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm fine with it. What's your number four? So my number four is Donda Kaduro. Yes. By Don Omar. Yes. Uh, if you knew me in high school, you know that this song was super important to me. I had some, like, my CD player got stuck in my car, and I knew that, so I made sure that it got stuck on Donza Kuduro, so whenever <laughs> I hit, basically, the CD button, it would just start playing. So, like, I was known to just have this button that would just start playing Donza Kuduro, basically. <laughs> Your Donza Kuduro button? I know, and as I'm sitting here recording this, my friend that I'm staying with, he went to high school with me, he's, like, smiling at me, because he knows. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, and then some asshole totaled my car, so I can't do that anymore. Anyway! That, was it Shaggy? No, Shaggy would never do that to me. He hit on your friend. Yeah, but he wouldn't total my car. <laughs> okay. Shaggy? <laughs> no! Um, but yeah, Don's Kuro is one of the greatest songs of all time. I will argue with you on this one. Slide into my DMs. You'll get... Also, if you just want to chat, slide into my DMs because I'm lonely. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, No arguments from me. That song, I feel like I always associate that song with sophomore year because that's when I like first became friends with you and like at any pregame we were always playing that song because that song is amazing it slaps it's good obviously in any setting but especially I can't not hear that song and like smile not smile (laughs) Smile. I don't know I said not a lot that song slaps that's all you need to know every time I hear that song I smile that's what I mean (laughs) love that okay um my number three um oh man okay so i guarantee you're not gonna know the song i don't what? anyone will know the song so this song is called two more bottles of wine by emmy lou harris oh you love emmy lou harris yeah you know that so emmy lou harris is a country singer um but not like modern country about like guns and trucks and stuff she is like old school country like has been going since i think the early 70s i've seen her in concert actually she's incredible she just has an incredible voice um just decades and decades of kind of like country or like alt rock i don't know she's done a lot of different genres over the years is that her song though um i don't think so i think it was a cover but like a lot of her stuff like her cover is by far the much better known version compared to like whoever did the original. Wow, I know everything about music. <laughs> Literally. Call me, call me, who knows a lot about music? Dolly Party. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Um, do you run the Pop Crave account by any chance? <laughs> what? I feel like they, they're, I mean, they're always talking about music. Okay, yeah, call me. Who pop crazy? <laughs> I'm gonna call you Dolly Parton from now on. <laughs> Who knows a lot of movies? <laughs> okay, um, Emmy Lou Harris has is actually uh, c- collabed with Dolly Parton quite a lot. They have <gasps> multiple albums together. Um, oh, you mean trio? Oh my god, you know trio? Wow, and trio too. Yep. Wow, are you uh, are you are you on like her Spotify right now? Uh, actually, I believe the kids are calling it Wikipedia. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then in that case, you know, as a fan, you know that that trio album with her, Dolly Parton and Linda Ronstadt, just iconic. What more could you ask for? It says that right here in the description. Yeah. Iconic collaborative <laughs> studio album. <laughs> anyway, so I first like started, you might ask, like, why, Jesse, do you listen to this music if you like otherwise mostly listen to like gay pop music? Um, well, my mom is in a band and has been for a while now. She plays bass and sings. 
and this band plays a lot of kind of like country rock or alt rock or songs from like you know a couple decades ago and they play a lot of Emmylou Harris songs so I heard uh, I heard you know this song from them and it's a good song it's uh it's about having you know a lot of things going wrong in your life but it says it's it's uh it's all right because it's midnight and I got two more bottles of wine so that's a mood I think I just learned so much from this sentence (laughs) you're welcome wow Okay, your number three. My number three. Okay, it's Why like you really basic. That? You that I like was just a, singing. Like in Rise and Shine. <laughs> yeah, what's the problem? Sorry. I did it first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, what is your number three? My number three is like super basic. It's like a very, I really like this song. I remember my previous roommate told me that this was not a hype song. And so I played it all the time just to prove that it was a hype song. <laughs> And that is Body by Loud Luxury. I don't think I know this song. Yes, you do. <laughs> Just if you've ever been out in public, you've probably heard this song, like oh. at a club or a bar or something. <laughs> when I went to Google search it, uh, what comes up is Body Louse, a type of insect. Um, that's not it, but send me <laughs> the link. I am interested. <laughs> yeah, so this is really basic. I just really like this song. I don't know. It it puts me in the mood. I'm like ready to go when I hear this song. Nice. So if anyone wants to come over and listen to this song with me, <laughs> I'm interested. But also don't because we're quarantining. But also don't because I'm in quarantine and I never know where I'm going to be at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So my two, like my number two and number one are actually both by the same artist and kind of like go together. So do you want to say your number two now? And then I'll just say my two and one. Well, I'm so excited to hear what it is. Um, so <laughs> that so fake. <laughs> no, I meant it. I, I know you did, but it like sounded so fake. Sorry, I was trying to sound cool. I know. But it didn't work. All right, what's your number two? Okay, so my number two is "Your Number" by IOJ. Okay. I don't think you know that song. Nope. I was but... saying okay to make it sound like I did, but I don't. But you should. <laughs> I'm literally obsessed with the song. And you know what? As I'm talking, I realize it is a good idea for us to put all these songs into a playlist. Yeah, so we should do that. I'm actually going to do that. Nice. Thank you, Sabi, for that suggestion. Yes. Because as I'm talking, I'm like, do I even know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, so we used to stroll this song in college. So it's very near and dear to my heart. Also, I think it's a great going out song. And I just love when people play it because then I can stroll. And no one can say that I'm doing anything stupid because I'm not dancing. I'm strolling. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I don't think you know this song, but you should listen to this when you're done. Yeah. Because it's really important to me. (laughs) I will listen to it um, probably on the playlist that we're going to make of all the songs that we've recommended. I mean it. I'm going to make it probably. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, as I tell me, tell me this joint story that you have going on. Okay. So, people listening to this podcast probably know how I feel about Owl City, right? Of course. Owl City, and it should be noted that Owl City is not a band. It is a person. Just one guy. Um, who it's misleading. By... Well, not if you're a true fan. Anyway, so I have long stated that the album Ocean Eyes by Owl City, which for people not as familiar as I am, that's the one that Fireflies is on, um, came back. You would not believe your eyes. Wow, it's like he's on the call with us. Sorry. <laughs> That was supposed to happen in my head. <laughs> well, anyway, that album, Ocean Eyes, which came out about 10 years ago, is literally my favorite 10 album. 10 years? Yeah. Wow. 10 years of Fireflies. Actually, probably a little more because it came out before the album. But anyway, that album is my literal favorite album of all time. Being 100% serious, that album is really, really good. It's such a unique album. And Owl City has, like, I feel like I don't want to say sold out because I think that implies some amount of like commercial success, which he hasn't really had either. But um, in the most of the album since then have not been nearly as good. But in that album and some of the stuff he did uh, before that album, I feel like he had a really unique way of writing songs and this sort of like dreamy pop electronic sort of backing to a lot of his songs that makes them like super catchy, but also very like emotionally meaningful so 
my second most listened to song of all time is On the Wing by Owl City, um, which I, is one of the tracks on Ocean Eyes. It's a song about having like a very brief but intense like emotional connection or romance or what have you with a person. Um, and then looking back on it, you know, missing it, reminiscing, not ha- not having that person in your life for more than like a weekend. And I'm just going to read you some of the lyrics. Uh, this is how the, the heat that he hits you with in verse one. And I'm quoting here. Breathe and I'll carry you away into the velvet sky and we'll stir the stars around and watch them fall away into the Hudson Bay and plummet out of sight and sound. Mm. It's poetry. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, it's, it's a super catchy song, very like nicely produced. And I think it has a very sweet meaning that a lot of people can probably relate to. And then my number one song of all time is the opener to Ocean Eyes. It's the song Cave In. Um, it's a very like, I think it's a very fitting opener to this album It's a, or to any album. It's very like just kind of stating that, you know, he's here, he's going to be successful. He's going to like go do big things, but it's all done, written in a very like sort of unique Owl City kind of way. And it's super catchy. Um, in the end, he says, tie my handlebars to the stars so I stay on track. And if my intentions stray, I'll wrench them away. Then I'll take my leave and I won't even look back. And that's just, I mean, that's, that's life for you. Wow. So, yeah, that's my literal most listened to song of all time on Spotify is Cave In by Owl City. Wow, that was so beautiful. Thank you. Wow. I... I wish I had any sort of explanation that was nearly as good as that. I mean, I, I'm hoping I know what your number one song is, and I think that'll speak for itself. I think we talked about it very briefly because I was like, yeah, this is my number one song, and that makes no sense because it came out literally this year. <laughs> oh, then I, I was thinking of something else. I thought you were going to tell me your number one was Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> God, I wish. I've been trying to get it into the top 20 for so long. It's just like... How much Major Laser did I used to listen to that it won't go away? <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. <laughs> anyway. So my number one song of all time is <laughs> Physical by Dua Lipa. Oh, yeah. You literally told me that and I forgot. Yeah. So this song came out on January 30th of 2020. That's <laughs> this year. Not even nine months ago. Nope. And so... That was a Thursday, in case anyone was wondering. And mm. I had a flight to Charlottesville, Virginia that weekend, I believe on the 2nd. So literally four days later. So I hadn't stopped listening to it. So that was the only song I downloaded for the flight. And I listened to it over and over again. <laughs> and I got to Charlottesville. And then I got really drunk with my colleagues. And then I went home and I was like in a mood. Mm. And like I am like never in this mood. But I was just like, I really want to take nudes right now. And like I never I need to emphasize that I do a lot of stuff, but I don't I just don't do that. Like right. who am I gonna send it to? No one no one wants this from me. I mean that on a, on a side note, if anyone wants them, please <laughs> let me know. <laughs> as long as you're willing to give more than a heart react. Yeah, as long as you're willing to give me something to work with, <laughs> I I will send them to you for free. Um, um anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so I needed something to hype me up, and I listened to this song over and over and over <laughs> again, and I took moods for literally, like, hours. Wow. I was so drunk, and then I had to go to work the next day, and it was... <sighs> I mean, that that is, like, a good, like, hype song. Also, I listen, and I just continually listen to that song because it's so good, so... Yeah. Nice. I, w- I wish this website would tell you how many times you listen to oh it. Oh my god, I would love to know that. I would love to know some hard data behind this. Do you think there's someone I could contact? Uh, yeah. From uh, audiohabits.co Oh, I, I was gonna say, like, talk to, like, Bob Spotify or whoever's in charge. Oh, I know him. <laughs> um, wait, does your so this website, does it tell you at the top, like, 
view the mask that whoever your number one artist would wear. Yeah, it says Nicki Minaj. <laughs> See, for me, it says my literal number one artist is Emmylou Harris, which I wish it was. I'm screaming. Of, I know. I wish it was a pop singer, but oh well. Um, so like, I don't know. Like, she's a pretty normal person. Like, I'm sure she's wearing her mask, and not that Nicki Minaj isn't, but I would love. I feel like the mask that Nicki Minaj would wear, like you can't just advertise that and then send me a link. Like, what it is is a link to Amazon of just like very generic masks. I'm like. This is not the mask that Nicki Minaj would wear. She would have something, like, way cooler than this. Yeah, I feel like this is not... Like, this is just normal masks. Like, I thought right. they were actually going to advertise to me. But I think he's just trying to just spread the spread the good word. Wear the mask. I mean, I guess I can't really get too mad at that. But all I'm asking, whoever runs this site, Bob Spotify or whoever else it is... It says his name is Adam. Adam Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun. Um... <laughs> Just, uh, you know, it d- don't advertise what you don't actually have. If Buy my DMs. <laughs> We're telling you two very different things. <laughs> anyway, that's our top five. We did it. Yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed this conversation because I certainly did. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> I'm going to be thinking about that Shaggy story for a long time. You're welcome. Don't do Adderall, kids. There's no point. <laughs> Unless you want to get a 95 on the hardest test in the business school history. Yes. Okay. Moving on. Okay. Time for recommendation of the week. Oh, yeah. I know everyone is reading, is running to the bookstores to read (laughs) the books that we recommend. If you are, we appreciate it. Maybe try like a ebook or audiobook. And shop don't... local. Yeah, shop local. Shop black-owned bookstores. Don't go to physical bookstores, even if you're buying every book that we recommend, which is a lot of books. I just went to a physical bookstore and the guy was so mean to me. What? How? It was. What did he do? Well, I was just trying to make nice conversation because it was like one of those like vintage bookstores. Mm. So I was like, oh, where do you get your inventory? And he was like, I've been collecting it since before you were born. And I was like, that's not what I asked. Also, how does he know when you were born? Like, Yeah, I was like, are you just making an assumption that I'm young? Because thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You should have been like, "Um, I'm 45. How long have you really been collecting books? Can't you tell? (laughs) That's so like weird like i know know. you never know what he was so mean yeah um bookstore guy if you're listening to this not a point i recommend that you back off (laughs) um yeah so inspired by that um i decided to take a break from recommending books this week because i feel like i've given you all (laughs) enough work to do in getting through all these books so my recommendation of the week I feel like I'm obviously not the first person to recommend this uh, recording artist, but over the past like couple months, I've just like gotten really into her discography in a way that I hadn't before. And that's Miss Shania Twain. I'm like a queen of country pop Shania Twain. uh, The very same. (laughs) I'm like such a big fan of her now. Cause like for years, obviously like, I mean, going back, probably to when I was in the womb, I was vibing to Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Actually, that song came out in like 1997. So I was already alive then. But anyway, like, obviously, I've known that song forever. And that's a great song. And I think I was like vaguely aware of That Don't Impress Me Much, which is maybe like one of her other biggest songs behind Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Um, But I really like I didn't know any of her other songs. And then like, I've started listening. And they all go so hard. Let me tell you, girl, listening to this podcast, like the album that man, I feel like a woman was on come on over in 1997, just nothing but bangers, whether it's honey, I'm home that don't impress me much. You're still the one from this moment on the album literally opens with man. I feel like a woman. Oh my God. Like who was doing it like her in 1997? Nobody. And then me, (laughs) we were i mean i guess let's let's keep our ages a secret in case the bookstore guy is listening but we were very young at the time uh, also she has a couple albums from before then including the woman in me her album in 1995 with such hits as home ain't where his heart is and then in parentheses anymore and then whose bed have your boots been under just iconic country <gasps> pop 
And then, so then, like, she had another album up in 2002. And then I only recently learned this, that, because she was at, like, you know, the height of her powers then. Just, like, multiple iconic, super popular albums in a row. And then I thought it was weird that she didn't release another album until 2017. So that's, like, 15 years off. And apparently what happened is she got Lyme disease that, like, paralyzed uh, part of her vocal cords and she had like horrible damage to her voice and like couldn't sing for the better part of 15 years isn't that like awful but like i guess it got better and then she finally put another album out in 2017 and like now she's back and doing her thing so i'm I'm a big shania twain fan i love that for you yeah all right do you have a uh, recommendation of the week I do, and I've been recommending it to everyone that I've seen in the last week, which is not a ton of people, but still. <laughs> it is the latest single by Ya yeah Girl Cupcake. Yes. That is Elephant, dropped last Friday, the 16th. And it is just... Wait. Maybe it was two weeks ago. <laughs> oh my god, time is not real. It was totally two weeks ago. Oh wow. God. It just feels so like it's been in our lives, you know, for as long I'm as so I can Sorry, remember. Cupcake, forgive me. <laughs> anyway, I feel like Cupcake has really proven herself to be, like, an actual talented rapper instead of, like, this just, like, oh, like, woman who raps about sex that everyone thinks and laughs about. If no. anyone, like, doesn't think that Cupcake is an actually talented rapper, like, hang up the phone. Like She we... is literally so talented. She... Writes all of her own verses, and she's not, like, signed to a label, so she does all this shit herself, which yeah. is, like, how does she do it? The talent really jumped out. But anyway, this latest song, Elephant, just some of these lines, they just, it just rolls off the tongue, you know? <laughs> can can you says, hit us with a few? Yeah. Last night, I met Karen. I had to beat the bitch out her cargoes. <laughs> I agree. Aside from the fact that that's my mom's name. <laughs> no. <love> <laughs> Now she talking about, let's make up. Do I look like Rihanna, bitch? <laughs> you know, I I get it. <laughs> That's so good. Money shorter than Tory Lanez on his tippy toes. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Go after him. I Tory Lanez is literal human trash. Literally. I, wow. Every day I make another bitch pissed. I'm like a walk-in pregnancy test. <laughs> Tell them. Uh, how about fuck it? I gave her a black eye. No peas. No peas. <laughs> now that bitch don't even know how to wink. Now she Fetty Wap. Well, I'm getting guap. <laughs> oh no no no! Not Fetty Wap. Oh, don't bring God. him into this. Literally, like how did how does she come up with this stuff? Like this is genius. Truly, no one is in the game like Cupcake is, and I can't wait until we as a society recognize that. Literally, how many times have you seen her in concert? By the way. I have seen Cupcake three times, which is not enough. (laughs) And not recently has this happened enough. Oh, my God. Love it. Okay. Well, this week, it should be a lot easier for you, the girl listening to this podcast, to follow our critically acclaimed recommendations. Listen to Shania Twain. If you don't listen to this song and tell me, I swear to God, I'll come to your house. (laughs) And and nobody wants (laughs) that. I'm just kidding. I'm in quarantine. (laughs) Don't. That won't happen. Don't worry. Something will happen, and you're not going to like. Something it. will happen. I haven't figured out what it is. For legal purposes, this is not a threat. Um, but do listen to Shania Twain. Do listen to this new Cupcake song, and let us know what you think. And then hit my DMs because I love to talk to our fans. Truly, I can think of nothing better to do. That sounded sarcastic, but it's not. <laughs> Just like if you reach out to me, I swear to God, no, I'll kill that, you. It literally always makes my day when people tell us literally anything about the podcast, just that they yeah, listen. Unless it's negative, in which case I don't hear it. But that's like literally never happened. Like any I know, feedback. We're so perfect. Yeah. Leave us another five star review on Apple Pods. Yeah. Also, like you could be you, the girl listening to this podcast, could be the first person to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I don't think anyone's done that yet, or at least not since the last time I checked. Get on that. I'm going back to check now. Let me see. So Yeah, you're about to get exposed. Uh, no, there's, there's still nine five-star ratings, zero ratings of any other amount of stars. And then... Yeah, please, please go like, subscribe, review, 
if rate, you're if share. you're if you're home quarantining with family, grab their phones, log on to Apple Podcasts, give us a five star from like your grandma's phone. That'd be cool. Subscribe her to the podcast. I bet she'd enjoy it. We just need all the support. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I feel like that's how we always end these episodes. We're just like, wow. I know. Another I good know. one. It's just, you know, it's so nice to know that I've done a a good day's work when I'm done recording this. That's right. (sighs) Love to talk to you. You too. Until next time. For listening to this pod, thank you, babe. Thank you. All right. We'll see you later. Bye.